This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Taz and the Moose show. Uh, I am Taz. Moose is out this week. Andrew Bogus sitting in for the Moose. Uh, I want to say thank you to everybody uh, listening right now and Across our, our great United States on our great affiliates, we appreciate that on CBS Sports Radio. Maybe listening on Radio.com on the app or the uh, website, or maybe the CBS Sports app. Maybe listening on Sirius XM Channel 206 or the Sirius XM app Channel 206. Uh, we are coming to you live right now from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. Hey, listen, look, if you want to call the show, it's a very simple process. Attention, hotline fans. All you got to do is dial an 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4227. Yes, uh, there it is. So that's awesome, and that's great. And if you want to follow the show on Twitter or Instagram, you can do that, at Taz and the Moose. Uh, hello, Andrew Bogus. Uh, welcome, uh, welcome, AB. How hey, are you? Taz, it's good to see you for a third straight day. How's it feeling? You feeling good? I'm feeling good. Let me be the second person this morning to compliment you on your quads. Thank you. They're gigantic. Looking, yeah, track, extra yeah. bulbous today, so yeah. congrats on that. It was yesterday leg day? Yeah, I did legs yesterday. I threw some uh, baby oil on them before I left the uh, the casa. And uh, threw some oil on the calves, a little okay. hot stuff. Okay. You're not familiar with hot stuff. It's a spray ointment uh-huh. that you spray on to bring the vascularity out in your front of your quads. Okay, so you burn yourself. Yeah, just burn yourself okay. so you look ripped. Yeah, that's basically what All I right. do here. Secret to the day. trade. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Just spray yourself down with some hot stuff and you're so, good to go. Do I have to have muscles, though, first for hot spray to work? Or will well, it make me look like I have you muscles? You have like, to work. Let yeah. me flex for you. Don't. So here's my bicep. No? This is okay. tough to look at. Yeah, <laughs> you, you need to basically wear a snorkel. Uh, you need to cover your body in a coat, like a, a trench coat, and just cover up every limb you have in your body. My you normal, have no muscularity whatsoever. Yeah. Okay, nothing. No, no, you look all right. You got the facial hair. You got, got a well groomed beard. That's Thank about you. it. And uh, you're I good love bearded men. Yeah. So I mean, I'm always keeping an eye on people's beards. That's my, it's <laughs> my thing. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, welcome to the show, everybody. It's going to be great. We're going to talk a little football a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk some uh, baseball, some fights. We're going to talk about that kind of stuff. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be a good show. Hello. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be great. <laughs> so, um, you know, obviously we're on the cusp of the NFL season here. And we have and multiple teams checking in today. Yeah, that's right. I know the Cardinals are checking in, right? Uh, the uh, Cardinals, the Seahawks, and a third team have their rookies showing up today. Oh, I don't know. And the, full, the Ravens are the third rookie group to show up. Broncos, everybody. Mm-hmm. Has to report today in Denver. I got you. Well, we're going to go down to Tennessee for a second, down to Nashville, Smashville, uh, talk about Marcus Mariota. Mike Vrabel, head coach there, you know, basically said we're looking at the next seven to ten years in regards to, like, uh, you know, when you're looking for your quarterback, your your guy, your franchise guy, this is what Vrabel feels and says, and I I don't disagree with that. Um, You know, you're looking for that franchise quarterback. Which kind of leads like to question, right? As far as that, as far as the Titans go, Andrew, I'll throw it towards you. I mean, I mean, Vrabel's comments. Do you feel like he's looking at Mariota as his guy? I mean, Mariota's in his fifth year. Uh, Mariota can't stay healthy. 
was a great college quarterback at Oregon. He showed glimpses of, you know, pretty good football since he's been in the league whenever he's healthy. Right. But he's always like that, you know, that guy you're waiting to break out. Yeah, you're waiting You're waiting for him to put together a full 16 games of good health yeah. and production and to, you know, to really live kind of play at that ceiling that we saw coming out of Oregon. Um, you know, Mike Vrabel can say what he wants, and the fact is that this is – unprecedented until right now. I believe that Mariota and Jameis Winston are the only quarterbacks in the current kind of salary cap CBA structure to get to year five of the rookie deals and not have an extension. So right. the Titans and the Bucks are both letting it ride with these two guys. Kind mm. of, you know, show me what you got now. Pressure's so, on. Yeah, so Vrabel yeah. can say what he wants, and apparently, you know, Mariota's better. He's in better shape, but like... It's time to put up or shut up, right. and then they're laying down the gauntlet for these guys. And you're right about about Winston too, about Jameis Winston with the Bucks too. So both, <clears throat> excuse me, both these guys, they you know the pressure's on them. Otherwise, they, they you know I, I I don't want to put that out there for them like this, but I will say it. Otherwise, they're on the cusp of being a backup somewhere. I mean, that's what's going to happen. I mean, if you're a Tennessee Titan fan, you might be a little concerned because you know your backup is Tannehill. And a lot of people feel like I know a lot of people live in Nashville. A lot of that, that I used to work for a wrestling company down there called TNA. So a lot of production guys I still stay in touch with, and they all would like just and still are huge Tennessee Titan fans. And they all feel like by week you know five or six, Tannehill will be the starter. You know, and you know from from the Dolphins, who's who's on the roster now, sitting second in the depth chart for the Titans. I don't I mean. Do you, I mean, if you're a Titan fan, are you, are you happy about that? If that were to happen, I, I, I'm a little more confident in Mariota if he stays healthy. Well, of course, better I, athlete, better I, player. I think my bigger concern if I was a Titan fan is that we're just we're having this conversation about Mariota. I mean, yeah, it, you know, Ryan Tannehill does not necessarily make me go, "Oh my God, you'll know, get him in there." No, like, it it's, it's not like, but if he has to play this year because Mariota's not healthy or not playing well enough. You know, then we're in we're in bust mode. I mean, that's yeah. that's what yeah. it is. Not to be overly critical, no, but right, if you're, a, you're a right. top of top of the first round pick, a quarterback in the first round like Mariota was, and you can't survive your initial contract with that team that picked you. Mm. I mean, you're you're a bust. You're not a, you know you're not necessarily an Achilles Smith or a Ryan Leaf bust, uh, but you are a bust, and that's where the territory they are at least dipping their toes in right now is that he's got to stay healthy, he's got to be good, he's got to solve this question, and he's never got to let going to let Ryan Tannehill get on the field this year uh, for for these Titans. Right, no, no, I agree, totally. He's got to really step up. Yeah, I'll read the comment for you people, okay, from Mike Vrabel, head coach. Or... No, 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 just maybe the people are driving, oh, okay. maybe they're not a NOP reporter like some people who work here that are obsessed with reading every detail in sports. Early for a so, NARP. Reference, yeah. Well, we're going okay. right at it right away. Yeah. We're not no warming up with a bullpen here. You people. So, yeah. uh, you and know. he's not a facts guy, Taz. So it's no, I'm not a stats or facts right. guy. I just spit my feelings out. Uh, here out, we go. This is, here's the quote. You ready? And begin. When you make a commitment to the quarterback, you want to make sure that this is going to be your guy for the next seven to ten years. When you look at the percentage of the cap quarterbacks, uh, cap quarterbacks are driving. So that's what Vrabel said to Sports Illustrated. So, you know what? I mean, uh, and then he praises Mario. He says, I'm, uh, you know, uh, I'm very proud of him and what he's done in the offseason. He's a really hard worker. He's going to be back bigger and stronger and stuff like that. So it's not like he's burying him, but it's like when you think of Marcus Mariota, I just, just again, forget Jameis Winston for, uh, for a minute, A.B. When you think about Mariota, do you think of him as the Titans quarterback in seven to ten years? Or let's say five years elapsed. So yeah. let's say another three years. Right. I, I mean, I, I do. Yeah, I want I want him to be there. I don't know why I 
I necessarily care about. I'll Marcus tell you Mariota, why you but, care about him. Okay. I'll tell you why. I'll, I'm going to tell you why you care about him. You might know I because don't. because I'm the same as you. Okay, in this regard, because when this guy played, when we saw this guy flourish at Oregon, I know that was several years ago. He was the type of guy that had every single nuance and intangible to be an unbelievable quarterback. Also, Andrew, the reason why you like Mario or like me, it's because he is he's of a, a man of great character. He's got a great demeanor, great character. Okay, he might be a type C personality when he's in an interview on a presser, but yet he's a likable guy because there's never no waves caused with him. He was, I think he's from Hawaii, right? I believe he's from the great state of Hawaii, if uh, memory serves me. Polynesian Jones. So, you know, it's like, you know, <laughs> so the thing is, so the thing is, like, you know what I mean? Like, that so Pacific he's. Pacific Island gimmick. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I don't have a lot of friends from there. So I, I, I love Sounds it. like it. No, I do. I, I have a lot of I have Samoan friends. I have Tongan friends from Tonga, everything. Fiji Islands, everything. I'm a Tonga was my favorite country growing up. You went to Tonga? I, no, no. Can you get to Tonga? I mean, it's that's, a, that's, get a, to. that's a troop. If you have a uh, uh, if you have airlines lined up waiting for you to book like me, yeah, right, you can. So uh, yes. but yeah, okay. you know, I don't forget what grade it was, but it was one of those you know do a report on a country, and I wasn't going to pick a regular country. I had to do something off the grid. Really? And somehow I stumbled on Tonga, this tiny island chain in the Pacific. Yeah. And I believe, at least at that point, may not be true anymore. That on average, the tallest people in the world live in Tonga. I did not know that. Uh, I, the, the tallest people in the world live like in Tonga? The, like the, 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 the tallest average height for a population is the Tongan population. Really? Yes. You'd learn this in what grade? Uh, somewhere, I don't know, I went, you know, fourth or fifth grade maybe. Wow. The schools you went to. Yeah, right? well, the thing is, I had, like I said, just a sidebar from Mariota we for here? a second. Well, because Mariota, we're talking about right. the Polynesian folks and the great Polynesian islands and stuff like that. And we're talking about Tonga. And many of my friends are from Tonga. Like I said, uh, you know, a lot of wrestlers from Tonga. You know, that's the thing. Haku, uh, the, the Tonga kid is from Tonga. Okay. so uh, Aptly named. Ted O'CD, not from Tonga. <laughs> the Barbarian. You don't remember these people, but Pete the Body does. It's like Jerry from Bad Luck Fale. You know Denver. Bad Luck Fale? You don't know Bad Luck. He's yeah. like, I said Bad Luck Fale. See, look at my feet. Huh? You Pete knows. Bad, you know Bad Luck. Do you know Bad Luck Fale? Yeah, well... Yeah, a little bit. Uh, no, Japan, that's a no. That's, that is a no. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's no. That's definitely a no. You stump Pete. Well, we, I stump. No, well, I stump people with the wrestling. This is what I do. Uh, he thinks he's a mock, and he's not as much a mock as he thinks. You are a mock. I can tell you this: the Kingsman knows who Bad Luck Fale is. Who's that? Okay, uh, New Japan Jones. Okay, Bullet Club City. He was one of the first members of the Bullet Club. That's right. Yes, Him yes, and yes. Finn oh, Balor. That yeah. bad man. Uh, there Fale. it is. Yes. No, it's Bad Luck Fale. And I don't think you want to be a wise guy about no. him because he might have some similarities to Marcus Mariota, except he's six four, three hundred and fifty pounds. Is he here right now? Yeah, no, but he could, could hurt he be you here badly. by nine because um, I'll be gone by then. Yeah, that's bad luck, Fale. Okay, big man, nasty man. Okay, okay. Yeah, you don't want to fight him, Andrew. He would definitely destroy you. So anyway, back to Mariota. Yeah, so I, I don't know, man. I, I'd like to see him succeed. I'd like to see him do great. Um, he hasn't. Look, in, in the NFL, like I said, he hasn't stayed healthy with the Titans since he came in the league in 2015. I think his best year was like 2016. Not a stats guy, but if memory serves me, he had like over 3,400 yards. And a great playoff game. Different season. Great playoff right. game in Arrowhead. They were down by three scores. Uh, and he was That's all right. over the place. Yeah, and they yeah, came yeah. back. So like, we've, seen, we've seen what he can be. But the problem is that he's just he's not there week to week. Whether he's on the field not playing well right. enough or <clears throat> off the field because he's banged up. And like other guys, I mean, the problem is the way he plays for him to be Marcus Mariota, for him to hit his ceiling, yeah. he puts himself in danger of mm. getting a hit, getting knocked over, getting hurt. So, I mean, that's the kind of, that's the danger that you live with with him. 
Um, but you know, so that's a, you know, that's a, you're right. Mike Vrabel can can say, you know, that this isn't a negative. This doesn't hurt. I don't think it's a big deal. But the situation's a big deal. No matter how you want to shake it or sugarcoat it, the Titans have put themselves in a place where they are proving that they don't know if Marcus Mariota is their quarterback for right. the next three, five, seven years right, right. for a number <laughs> of different reasons. But you know, and we've yesterday, Ben Simmons, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, you know. You, you got to pay these guys because what else are you going to do? Move on from them? Of course not. No, well, you're, you're Titans, invested. You're invested to your point. Right, you're but here are the them. Titans going down the road of not paying Marcus Mariota again. Right. Now, like, like the Bucks with Winston, right. same thing as and you mentioned And obviously there's franchise tags and whatnot, so this is probably very unlikely in, in either way his last year with the Titans. But, but here we are as this year five of his career begins – and he technically doesn't have a contract passed this year, and that you can only look at that as a, a judgment by them on him. And not only that, dude, and well said, and I agree with you. But not only that, Andrew, you know, he he meaning Mariota uh, and Winston's in the same category. These guys are not in a position to uh, stick their chest out and and threaten to hold out a camp or or you know be right. badasses about it. Like we talked about Zeke Elliott, you know, because Zeke Elliott, his performance on the field for the Cowboys has been, you know, last year was great. You know, he's a great player. He's proven he's a proven commodity. So even though he's maybe an off-field issues, an off-season issue with Elliott, like we discussed at, at length yesterday, a guy like Mariota is not a headache, but yet. It's just he can't stay on the field healthy, and his production's fan of Midland. Yeah, I mean, so it's like he's not in a position to say, you know what? If I don't, I, I want to be re-upped here. I want, otherwise, I'm not. I'm, I'm sitting out this. You know, what I mean, this camp, whatever. You know. Yeah, I think that's the one. Maybe the one disadvantage of being a quarterback is you don't. You kind of don't have that ability to play hardball to a certain extent. Like you got to show up. You got to be there. Yeah, I don't know. If I was a quarterback and I was getting, I was getting the screws put to me, and I was a stud, which I would be if I was a quarterback in the NFL. I mean, maybe not at my height. I'd be like Kyler Murray, two or three. I am Taz. But I would be Ballsy Jones. I mean, right. I would be like, no, I'm just not showing for camp. But I'm trying so. to think now. I, don't, I I can't remember any real prolonged quarterback contract like holdout stalemate because normally these things are solved. Mm, They're good. solved because you don't want that from the QB, man. Right, and you, normally quarterbacks are not like lame ducks. They don't usually play on the final year of a contract. Right, right. Usually, it doesn't get to this point like Winston them, and Mari- right. Mariota. You might right. cut them already. You might trade them. You might sign an extension. Whatever it may be, but normally this this situation doesn't exist even for a quarterback to go. Hey. I'm not showing up until you pay me. That's right. Exactly. So, question is for you people, okay? Do you believe in Marcus Mariota as the quarterback of the future for the Tennessee Titans? Also, got another question for you, homies. Okay, another question for you. Which quarterback, I mean, who has the most pressure on him? Would you say it's Mariota? Would you say it's Seamus Swinson? How about Derek Carr, who we didn't talk about, we have to talk about from the Raiders? He's got new weapons. Okay, little living up to potential. We'll discuss that when we come back. 855-212-4227. That's an 855-212-4CBS. Taz with Andrew sitting over here. We'll be right back. Give Taz and the Moose a call, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. This is everyone's favorite wrestler, RVD. Just want to let you know, you're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. I've been kicked in every portion of my body by that man. 
but Rob's a good dude. Hey, CBS Ouch. Sports Radio, toll-free line, 855-212-4227 is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Oh, yeah, great news. As a quick way, you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. In the 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Pose the question out there if you believe Marcus Mariota is the quarterback of the future for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, who's got some pressure on them? Is it just, is it Mariota? Is it Winston also? Derek Carr? Who else? How about some of these sophomore quarterbacks in the NFL? We'll get into some of those cats a little bit. Andrew Bogish and I, and I am Taz, by the way, if you're not paying attention. Uh, I'm Andrew Bogish. Yes, look who just I think they know in. who you are. Look who just walked in, though. Oh, this guy's in great shape. It must muscles. be summertime. This is definitely not Marco Bellata. Uh, this is definitely... <laughs> It's it's Darwin Zook time. Darwin, what's up, buddy? What's up, gentlemen? That's Whoa. a nice intro. Thank yeah. you. Wow. Yeah, would you lean out, bro? Would you cut about 10, 15 pounds since I last saw you? Hey, no, I'm trying, good, but, you know, it's tough. It's would tough you? in the summertime, yeah. you know, working uh, you a look, lot. You got a little tan going. Would you up your protein intake a little bit? What's yeah, going on? a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Doing that yeah, that lean body, uh, boy. Yeah, the 40 milligram, uh, nice. 40 gram on protein shake. Yeah. Eating at least five meals a day. Hope small meals. Yeah. Portion control. I gotta, I'll talk to you after about trying to up my protein. I'll help you. Sure, the small fee, I would help you. Okay. And uh, yes, and, and bars. I'll talk to you about a bar, that uh, a protein bar. That I'm sure you're eating a bar here and there for snackage. Perfect. I will tell you one that's not paying for advertising, so I won't say it here. That's a really good bar that you should jump on top. I've been telling some of these saps that work here about it. Look around here. These oh, guys. saps. That was yeah. Pete. Bogus is very quiet during this. Segment. Yeah, he's just he's yeah. like, what? My just pro- bar? Over here Snickers? rubbing whey protein on yeah. my biceps. <laughs> See if that works. Any whey uh, protein pizza out there? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, later on, I, got, I don't have my ham. I have I have a uh, uh, Zook. I have a ham a ham that Mikey B got me involved with. It's a little bit of a low sodium, less nitrate. Okay. With a certain type of bread that's a high fiber. <laughs> Uh, low calorie. It sounds delicious. Great Every time stuff. you guys bring it up, it really I'm down does. For it. Mikey B, he knows his nutrition, believe it or not. I know he doesn't look like the guy you'd see on the beach with a tank top. So this guy's oh, a stud. It's not that bad. Oh, no. But I'm just saying, he does work out and he does know nutrition. I will tell you that, Zook. It's so, that subtle, yeah. that, that subtlety that right. he, he projects. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's just, yeah. He looks great from about 200 yards away with no shirt on. <laughs> I'll take the shirt off right now. You can decide for yourself. Flaming hot. Easy now. Wow. We don't need to do that. Let's just go to all update with Zach. <laughs> all right. You all got right, it. Right. <laughs> Let's start on the diamond. Number of home runs this season on pace to shatter the all-time mark. As we know, Tuesday night, certainly no exception. Phillies and Dodgers combined for eight dingers. Phillies rallied in a wild affair, taking down L.A. 9-8. Thanks to a walk-off two-run double from Bryce Harper. He also smashed a 458-foot blast earlier in the game. Cody Bellinger connecting on his league-leading 34th home run. The Yankees trailed the Rays 3-2 in the eighth, and Aaron Judge came to the plate with the man on, narrowly missed the home run, went foul, and then he did this. 3-2 to Judge. Lifted in the air again. Deep right center. Going back. Gone! Yankees on top here in the bottom of the eighth. That's Chris Carino, Yankees Radio Network. And following that, D.D. Gregorius providing the exclamation point, a grand slam. The Yanks go on for the 8-3 victory. Game also featured a benches-clearing incident thanks to CC Sabathia once again jawing with the Rays. This time was a Visail Garcia. No punches were thrown. And speaking of benching, benches-clearing incidents, I know you guys will talk about this more later. Angels 
Noe yes, Ramirez. Gonna, yes, sorry, good. Yeah, no, yeah. They they plunked uh, Jake Marisnik, but that was kind of expected mm. after that incident last week when he bowled over the Angels catcher Jonathan Lucroy. Marisnik suspended a couple games. He's appealing that. Angels went on to win this game over the Strohs. Yes, uh, let me just give you a little teaser. Speaking sure. of seven, at 7 a.m. Eastern uh, today, okay, today, that topic right there, Zook, will be happening with myself and Andrew Bogus. So, uh, yes. Was that a good tease? I didn't get into it too much, It was much, a, a right? spectacular tease, okay. actually. I think, I think that was really good. Really okay. well done. Then Excellent. you could have your reaction to our deal later on when you come back. I love that. See All right. Saying? This is either, see, I deal with you different than these other update guys because you're the best one we got, to be honest with you. No disrespect to nobody else. But Are you I, sure you don't I say like that you to everyone? Right. I like you the best. And I like you the best. I like you the best. This is great. <laughs> I love sports. Push my feedback. You guys can do whatever you want. Well, no, listen, I I can relate to Zook. You know what I mean? I mean, even when he's here, Mark Malusis, uh, the co host of this show, acts like you're like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, take three. Arnold Schwarzenegger in like 1982 in uh, Munich. I mean, (laughs) really. You know what I mean? Like, really. Okay. I mean, but you're in great shape. You look great. I mean, so I understand that. No, I appreciate it. Are you still going with this update? How we Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, Kyle Schwarber, he is also in great shape, and he did this in the 10th inning in a 3 3 game, Cubs and Reds. Schwarber drives one in the air, left center field and deep, back toward the wall, near the fence. It's got a chance. Cubs win. Game winning home run. That's Pat Hughes, Cubs Radio Network. The Cubs taking it in walk off fashion, 4 3 in 10. Else, but notice, yeah. you said Schwerber, he's, he's not good at shape, right? I mean, he's kind of a little bit of a, wouldn't you think? He's a little chubby, yeah. A little chubby, right, Andrew? Yeah. A little chubby. He's a big guy. Yeah. Husky, if yeah. I'm allowed to you use said husky. husky. You said Husky yeah. yesterday. I'm like, what is he? 12? <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a, kid, a kid that's a slightly little chubby kid. I was a Husky kid. Yeah, husky and chubby, very good. CC Sabathia is more chubby, and yes, yeah, yeah. yeah he's a slightly bloated man. Yeah. CC, let's be <laughs> slow. Well, yeah. his uniform is gigantic. The late great Marty Glickman, Andrew, if you remember, referred to CC Sabathia as sloppy back in the day. <laughs> yes. If you remember, that's I mean, tremendous. There is, there is a sloppiness. Yes, that's, that's, a, that's actually huh. funny. Yeah. Well, and also, I think the part of the sloppiness towards CC Sabathia is the uniform. He's a right, large he wants man. It to he, be right, that he wants. Way, yeah. He wears a very, very big uniform. And the pinstripes are not slendering for him. And he wears the big uniform. I think he wants to look old school, too, like those throwback guys. Used David Wells-style right, kind right, of look. Right. Yeah. I think it's even flannel. Beautiful. He wears the old school yeah. flannels. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, God. This time of year would be beautiful. Yeah, right. Sweat your ass off. I don't know how he doesn't drop more pounds on the mound. Exactly. Uh, you like burritos? No. Right, exactly. <laughs> Stop zooking his tracks. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. Sorry. Let me, let me wrap this up for you guys here. I'm going too long. Andrew Kashner, five yeah, runs, five in. innings. Hold on a second. Yeah. Okay. I decide. Me. You. I decide. I mean, when you would be Moose, but he's not here. So. No, right. it wouldn't be Moose. My ass. Don't say that. We're co-hosts. <laughs> now, I'm not, I don't want to get serious here, but no. No, I decide that. And if Moose was here, Moose and I would decide that. We'd probably argue on who's here too long or too short. Right. Okay. No, don't say you're here too long, Zook. You can stay here as long as you want. Really? You like jam? Okay. Just <laughs> hurry up. We got things to do here. Yeah, exactly. That's what I figured. Uh, Cashner, five runs, five innings in his Red Sox debut. That wasn't good. The Boston fell to the Blue Jays 10 4 at Fenway. Uh, a couple other notes. NBA now official Russell Westbrook, a member of the Rockets. OKC G- uh, GM Sam Presti 
saying Westbrook, the most important player in the brief history of the Thunder, and the Sixers officially announced a five-year, $170 million extension for Ben Simmons. And that's all I got. All right. Darren Zook, we appreciate it, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll see you shortly. Go have some protein. Yes. Go do some push-ups. Do some up-downs. All right. So some crunches. Uh, So anyway, so we were talking to Andrew about uh, about Mariota. Mm. If folks maybe, you know, if people out there think that Mariota is the quarterback of the future for the Titans, I don't think he is. I you were kind of on the fence. You weren't really giving me a reason, or not th- a reason. You were kind of a little is. bit on the fence. You I, think he is? I think he is because I, I well, I want him to. You be. You want him to be? I right. want, I him, want to him, be. him to be too, dude. Right. But I don't think it's going to happen. I just I hope the guy can because stay he's not. Healthy. You think he's going to get hurt again this year? Is that I, your concern? I, I don't want to say that, but it's just that he's shown a, he's a little bit injury prone. Right. Um, also, I don't. I mean, I don't know if he's. Hmm. It's just like he, he hasn't, like we said, what, what, that, that one playoff game was great, and then in 2016 he had a great season his second year in the NFL. I'm just saying there's not enough of a like an awesome body of work here or like one year where he was just amazingly, awesomely, phenomenal, uh, insanely sick talent uh, like he was at Oregon, you know, where he just really stuck out. And, I mean, I, I don't want to sit here and, and even act like the Titans are putting a plethora of weapons around him offensively either. Because they they really haven't, if you think about it. I mean, you know, got a good running game with Derrick Henry there. I mean, Derrick Henry's a good big running back and, and stuff like that. But it's not like if you go to, if you go out west to, to the Raiders, and I, and I was thrown before with the break, I mentioned David Carr, Andrew. You know, and David Carr, I mean, you know, you got some weapons that the that, and you got some money invested in the team now where they're giving some weapons to Derrick Carr. So I think there's a little bit more pressure on Derrick Carr you know, with the addition of Antonio Brown. Oh, I mean, Mr. Big. You know right. what I mean? To, Antonio to, to, Brown and the other other new names, plus the Hard Knocks gimmick that's going to be there, too. So look all eyes on Derek wow. Carr and the Raiders. Hard and, Knocks gimmick. You know, in a, in a, in a good division, but a, but a winnable division. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know absolutely. I mean? I think, yeah. well, I'll say this. Second place. I don't know if they can be better than the Chiefs. Um, but they can <sighs> yeah. put themselves in a position to get a lot. There certainly should be in wild card conversation. Mm. Until the very, very end, but it, that hinges on on Derek Carr, right? Um, being as good as I as we've seen him be at times, and how he, you know, he and and John Gruden can do to mesh, and you throw Antonio Brown in there. Um, so they, they're, they're a pretty good offensive line too. They, the offensive line's not horrendous. It's not. No, they got a. I mean, I know you know. I know you feel about incog- Richie Incognito, as do I. But in between the lines, I know he's going to be suspended two games in Cardino at that left guard spot. Well, it's also and it's been a while. Yeah, it has been, but trust me, I, this guy's a player. I mean, I, I put everything aside, he can block his ass off. I miss him being with the Bills, trust me. As far as his play, his blocking ability, his pass blocking ability, how athletic he is for a big guy. Uh, Gabe Jackson, the right guard, a good guard, good player. You know, they got a couple of good tackles there. I mean, and, you know, so I, I, I'm saying their offensive line is not the best offensive line the Raiders in the league. But they're a pretty solid offensive line. You know, so, I, I, look, Derek Carr, I think there's definitely – so you agree, there's more pressure on him than, let's say, Mariota. Only because I think the Raiders have bigger aspirations right. than the Titans do. Well, that's more pressure. But the Titans are also in a division that, that depending on what you think about Houston and, and Indianapolis and Jacksonville, I mean, that's that's kind of a crapshoot in the AFC South as well. Right. Well, true, true. I mean, with, with Jacksonville, you never know, right? And – how Andrew Luck plays with the Colts, we shall see. I mean, Deshaun Jackson's another talk about quarterbacks with the Texans in that AFC South. Dude, you know, he's another he you know, he's shown. Now that guy, I mean, I think there's some pressure on him too. Um you know certainly I mean? similar in just being healthy for a full season. Right. But but I mean if I had a if we were doing a one v one, what 
The Texans Uh-oh. QB between no, we're not gonna. With Texas QB with the Titans QB, I'm going with the Texas QB. You're gonna take Watson over Mariota, yeah, for now and for the future. Uh, yeah, he's, I just think he's a better player. Yeah, I really do. I mean, a, a better NFL quarterback. We've seen that, and I mean, he's been banged up too. Did he come off? An, is he coming off a knee right now? I think uh, isn't he? Uh, was it, is it him? I'm, I'm confusing somebody with him with uh, Deshaun Watson. I could have sworn he had a knee. Didn't he ever? Well, he did, but he did, my but mind he is came back in the mid. When did he come back this past year? Was it the beginning of the year or did he come back mid year? Let, let me pull I'm up. Trying, his, I don't remember. I mean, but. Because uh, I hate being. No, he played at the end of the season. That, yeah, right. So he missed. Uh, right. He was coming back from a knee, wasn't yeah. it? It was the year before he was hurt. All right, right. Well, it takes time with the, with the, with the knee rips, knee tears. But anyway, regardless, I do think that Derek Carr, and it seems like you agree, there's more expectation on the Raiders to the point you just made, <clears throat> more pressure on him. I got to tell you, I mean. Uh, I think Winston, I he played every game this year. Yeah, he played. He he. It was two years ago where he came in as a rookie, was great. Then he got hurt. He got was hurt. fine for last year. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Yes, I was coughing. Um. So, okay. So the thing is this. Back to talking about the conversation. If you're looking at Derek Carr compared to or with Marcus Mariota or the Titans, I think we both agree, right? A little more pressure on Derek Carr. More assets, more weapons, more expectation um, with... And more with, attention. More attention, too. Especially with the, now we're on the cusp of hard knocks. Right. When does that start in any way? Like, is it, it's got to be soon. It's usually in August. Yeah, it so usually they, goes through the first week. Like, it, the, yeah. the last episode, I think, normally airs going into the first weekend of the regular season. Right. See, I, see that happens is... <clears throat> so, I'll tell you how my summer goes real quick. <laughs> My summer for me with the TV, I, I you know I'm usually dialed into sports and watching wrestling nonstop. And the thing is, <laughs> and the thing is, I also watch Big Brother in the CBS Family, which is on CBS. Okay, just so you know, I watched the reality show Big Brother. My wife and I we've been watching for years, and um, I'm obsessed with the show Big Brother. It's on a couple days a week. I watch the Big Brother After Dark. Okay, which wow. we, we TiVo it. It's on I think like 11 p.m. to like 2 a.m. every night. Cameras rolling Jones, right? We watch that. Like, I'll go home today. At some point, my wife and I will. We watch it. So we're obsessed with the show. And then the reason why I'm bringing up Big Brother is because I watch that. I watch that. Okay? And then we segue into watching Hard Knocks. Okay. You mean back-to-back? or August 6th comes, I'll be watching Hard Knocks. I got you. Yeah, no, no. That's all I watch. And I'll watch Raw and SmackDown and NXT and nothing else. Gotcha. Basically. And I'll watch the Mets, too. Because we're both wearing Mets shirts today. I know National that. Radio. Yeah, you got the you got a Belize shirt and I got the Loyal shirt. Yeah, because they won last night. Here right. we go. Well, well, see the thing is, I actually fell asleep on the game, so I didn't know that when I had to expete the body. But um, so I'm on top of sports. But no, the thing is, um, <laughs> the thing is, when you, when you wear a shirt like this that says Loyal, like yeah. mine, with a Mets shirt, that means your team usually sucks. When they make right. shirts that say the word loyal, yes, it's kind of a right. You see yeah. where I'm going. Please it, stay with us, that, right? It just means listen. Just you're going to be loyal. Just stay loyal. Just buy the shirt. That just we're going to be better. That's what the loyal Some point shirt. Point soon in the future, theoretically, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, they don't make Patriot shirts like that. No, they don't. You're right. They don't. As long as they're right. No, exactly. They don't do that. Go All right. Anyway, uh, problems on the Space Jam two set already. What the hell's going on? And everybody's looking at old, uh, looking old on the internet. I should say. Andrew, you're going to have to school me on this thing. I saw some stuff online. We'll get into it a little bit about people looking like old-timers on the social media Jones. Uh, Taz and Andrew sitting there. Right back. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. 
It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's unbelievable here what's going on here. Anyway, it's time to ask the pros where you, the listener, gets to ask us a question brought to our O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash ask the pros and submit your question. By listening later to the show, okay, uh, we might answer your question. It's really that simple. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Hey, Pete the Body, let me tell you something. Okay, don't get an attitude with me, sir. Okay, because there will be a problem. There was an attitude from you to me during the break, and I don't like it. That's not going to work here. I just told you to read. Yeah, but I, you know what I asked you, sir. Coming out, do your job properly, and I'll do mine. Okay? Yeah, is there a read? Yeah, I did the read. I did. The producer gave me the read. There was a read. I did the read. Nice fade out. All right, so Andrew, uh, you're sitting here with me. Hello, and uh, oh, yes. sorry, you good? Yes, I'm good. Hello? I'm fine. I'm just he just you know what he gets, he gets like you know. <laughs> All right, I'm biting my tongues. I'm starting to get angry. Anyway, Space Jam Two. <laughs> yeah, wise guy. Space Jam Two. You heard about that? Space Jam gimmick. This, the Space yeah. Jam gimmick, right? So basically, um, a little bit of a problem now. There's uh, basically the 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 director. Is a new director. The Terrence <laughs> Nash is director. He's yes. leaving yeah. uh, as the film director due to a different take on creative vision. <laughs> that basically yeah. means LeBron and him aren't getting along. That's yeah. basically yeah. like Jazz. Yes. <laughs> That's what that means. Now, you know? I, I hadn't read the scouting report yeah. on, on either on this, you know, on Terrence Nance or then Malcolm D. Lee, who is the new director, reportedly. Right. Uh, but Mr. Nance, apparently, a more artsy. Kind of independent filmmaker Malcolm D. Lee makes like more popular movies. like YouTube videos. No, not YouTube videos, but like you know, like b- more mainstream movies. Like oh, I see. Box office hits. That's what Malcolm D. Lee does. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess the th- question would be, why are you hiring this kind of like small movie, the, the indie guy, artsy guy, and Terrence Nance to do Space Jam Two with a crew of NBA players? I don't know. Uh, but it's just, it's unbelievable to me that LeBron, who you know I like, I like to defend and will strongly you defend for forever, always, um, yeah. and I'll give him <clears throat> crap when he deserves it. Uh, it's just, it's amazing to me that he's, that that on top of all of the heat he's getting for Space Jam 2 with people believing that, like, this is the only reason why he wanted to be a Laker, that he was okay missing the playoffs because it gave him more Space Jam 2 rehearsal time. That on top of all this nonsense, now we've got a coaching change. Coaching change. I mean, you know, in, in goes David Blatt, out comes Ty Lue, out goes Ty Lue, in comes whoever else. And now we can't even keep the head coach of Space Jam 2 around for more than three weeks. Right. Well, the director, yeah, true. Good point. And, uh, you know, apparently, even though Nance is departing, um, you know, uh, well, not the Nance. This is the other Nance. Hello, friends. Yeah, you know, I just want to be. I oh, see, I was going Larry Nance. Oh, yeah. You're going Jim Nance. <laughs> I was course. thinking more basketball related, <laughs> but okay. But anyway, so despite uh, despite that uh, Terrence Nance is leaving, the film uh, Space Jam Two is in full swing. The production of it, anyway. So um, and basically, I, what's it said? July sixteenth, twenty twenty one. Oh my god, twenty twenty one. That's when this thing's ready to come out. Twenty twenty one. So two year a year from now. That's two years from now. It's July now. Yeah, I mean this was it's the two years from now to make this friggin' movie. Are well, you kidding me? You got to tape it around. You got to film it around all of their different schedules. You got to get guys in town, and then you got to you got to put in all of the, the all the CGI work, the cartoon work. Okay, okay. Movies no, hold, hold take a long a time. Taz. Let, let, let's back up a second. Are you, I mean, are you? Are you uh, have you ever been on 
a movie set, TV set, or commercial set? Not as a not as a worker. So the answer is no. Yeah, I've walked through one on the streets of Manhattan. Yeah, I'm not talking no. about in Orlando at Disney World, no, no. at Epcot, Neither or whatever am I. it is. Like you know, what's that? What's the one with the uh, not Epcot? What's, where is it over there? MGM. There it is. Got it. Mike, that's got why it. Mike's here. Too. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. So not There's that. Pete's department. Not walking around like the Superman set <laughs> in no, Orlando, no. Florida. Not that. <laughs> Excuse me. No, I'm talking about the real dealio. I have. So don't tell me, sir, about how it's done backstage. Don't, I know how it's I've lived backstage. My apologies. You understand? Guys. I've lived backstage. See, now you got to get me all uppity. And I don't want to do that. Okay, so look. Us people. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just telling you, for this movie... Which I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a prediction on it. It's going to stink. <laughs> it's going to stink. I think it's a pretty safe assumption. It really is. It's going to stink. It's going to be okay? terrible. And, and the thing is, like, this thing here, it's like coming out in two years. I did not know that, so I was just reading it. Well, when do you think it's going to be out? August 6th after Hard Knocks? What, what were you planning <laughs> on? That would be funny. Uh, yeah, I just thought, I don't know, I thought it would be quicker. I thought it would be quicker. But look, it's just like LeBron did with the Cavaliers, just like he's doing with the Lakers. I'm sorry, I know you're a LeBron lover, but the deal is, dude, he's controlling Space Jam too. too. Of course he is. It's he his is. movie. It's his thing. So why wouldn't he control it? Basically, why don't they just say him and Terrence Nance had the problem? That, that's basically what happened. Well, they're bringing in uh, Malcolm D. Lee, and he's directed uh, some big stuff: Night School with Kevin Hart and uh, Tiffany Haddish. And Girls Trip. Did I say her last name right? Tiffany. I think it's Haddish. Yeah, it was close. Like radish with an H. Tiffany Highland. Yeah, I think you made her. Right, right. I got it. Different place. I don't know. That was night school. And then Girls Trip, which had uh, Queen Latifah in it. Jada Pinkett Smith. And I had a show that was in that. So uh, I've seen neither of those movies, by the way. Neither. I mean. Wait, Mike just gave me a review. Girls Trip's really good. Really? Yeah, it's really good. Very funny. You saw it with your wife? No. Yes. So your wife, that means Ah. your wife liked it and you're just going along. No, not at all. I mean, I like. This is not a chick flick, but I like chick flicks. I don't know who made who watch this, but I was definitely into yeah. it. I wanted to see it, yeah. You guys are big movie people, though, too, Not right? No, not really. Not at all, actually. You are just a gigantic basketball mark. Everybody knows that, Mike. You are a mark. And I could just picture you at, you, at Space Jam 1. Like, you had to be, like, just a, just a complete mark. 13 years old? Yeah, that's probably my wheelhouse. Absolutely. You cannot wait for Space Jam 2. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, I want to I want to see how they do. I, I think LeBron's a good actor. He did a nice job. In, what other, uh, forget the name of the movie now with Amy LeBron's Schumer. Train wreck. Train wreck. He was great. He was great. I was. I what is was he? Pleasant. De Niro now? Is, he, is, 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 is who is he? Is, he, really, he was really good. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. LeBron. Is he Leonardo nice DiCaprio? The crap. I want kids to look up to me at some point. Like MJ. Was he Oscar like, winning, oh, you know, actor, but he was good. Right. I, I, I thought he did relatively nice speaking, he was surprisingly good. Yeah, oh. he was funny. He had some all of a sudden he's Dustin Hoffman. Like, what is this? Easy, Haas. He's no okay. graduate. He's no Baron about Corbin. <laughs> Look at this. He's just said acting his Corbin. way through a main oh event God. on Sunday. Listen, that's one of the worst things in pro wrestling. I've always said that you cannot let wrestlers act when because <laughs> wrestlers are not actors, and it's not their fault. They don't want to do that stuff backstage. Trust me. I, they rather just put things in their words. When they get a script, oof, it's not good. My favorite part yeah. of the, the main event on Sunday, because now I'm completely head and shoulders back into WWE. Oh, you're dialed into wrestling. And spoiler alert, if you yeah. haven't watched it yet, shame on you, I don't care. Um, when, when uh, what's his name? It was his name just went out of my head. The football player. Brock Lesnar comes in with the... Hold with, on a second. Wait, wait, hold on. You said football. Brock Lesnar did play football for the Vikings I know. for a, a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. he was also an All-American wrestler at yes, University of Minnesota. and an MMA star and, and a wrestling star. Champion. Yes. Right, right. So, and so when he's he, like when, the football player. When he oh. shows up, <laughs> when he comes down to the ring, 
and they he literally cashes in the Who's he? Lesnar and, oh, and Paul, Paul Lesner Heyman. And, Paul Heyman yeah. and when Paul Heyman gives the ring announcer the suitcase, the right. briefcase the of briefcase, money. Yeah. It's not money, it's a contract. Well, whatever it is, the ring announcer. No, it's important. No, no, you can't like, say whatever what? it is. What is this? Why did yeah. you give it to oh, me? Oh, like he's like, shocked. Like, wait, what? Wait a minute. Wait. You're cashing it in? What do I do I with this green, shiny square? It's three-dimensional. What What could this possibly be? But wait, to your point, and it's been pushed like uh, on TV yeah. that Paul's going to have, that Lesnar's going to cash it in. So, like, this wasn't a secret. It wasn't like a shock and awe moment for the ring announcer. <laughs> right. I don't know if that was Mike Rome or... He was uh, young, and he had, like, a... Uh, Mike Rome, probably. What's the other guy's name, Pete? I can't remember. And Greg I, Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually a good guy. I'm a big Greg Hamilton guy. I wasn't Greg. You know Greg Hamilton? Not even a little oh, okay. bit. No. You had me. <laughs> I was believing you. Uh, yeah, no, no. You got to be careful with. The, you're right. In pro wrestling, with the acting thing, yeah. I I was not a script guy. Even though this show here, I do in a full script. Everything right. I say is I'm reading, as you people know. Turn page here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's why you heard Pete yell at me. You got to read here. She got to read. Everybody reset Taz. <laughs> they give me a whole script here. Power him down. Yeah. Power him back up. <laughs> no, no. You He'll can't read have wrestlers. whatever you write. Can't have wrestlers work off a script. No. It's not a good sign. And you sign. can't do drop kicks either. I can't. No. no I, I know. I, there's no many scripts, that can. No drop kicks. Me. I can't do drop kicks. And I will not take a backdrop either. That's all another story. You don't even know what that is. So, uh, yeah, don't take backdrops. Dangerous. Landing your head, break your neck. Not a fan of the backdrop. Basic okay. wrestling move, I won't take one. Okay, here's my question. It's true. <laughs> can you walk in day one and go, no backdrops? Or do you need to work up the cachet? You have to work up the cachet. I did that in WWE with Vince McMahon. Good, good question, Thank you. you. <laughs> but I had a lot of years under my belt, right? So yeah. I came in there, and I had, was a former champion somewhere else. So I came in, and I had a little leverage, or leverage as we call it. Mm. So I was like, look, at a couple of things we got to talk about, sir. Uh, pile drivers. Not a fan of that. I'd rather avoid that. Not a big fan of the backdrops, because I broke my neck in 1995. Yes, that I knew. So, I, so those type of moves, uh, for me, for my physicality, how I would wrestle or take someone's offense I was not a fan of the backdrop or the power drop so I remember saying to Vince you know uh, if we have to I'd like to maybe have it in writing in my deal that I won't take those moves he's like no 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 we don't have to do that you have my word it's okay so and he kept his word and nobody ever none of the wrestlers ever I would tell them and this is how it is the truth be told right even if you're newer like if you're a new guy and let's say you have one year under your belt hypothetically you can't say that to the owner of the company and you come into the company, and you're wrestling me, and I have 12 years' experience. Yeah. And I'm going to beat you. And you're like, hey, man, look, um, you know, I know you do that suplex where it's a half Nelson back suplex, right? Uh, I'm, I've took, I took that move once. I'm afraid of that move. I don't want to take it. What I'm going to say to you is, dude, no problem. You want – this is the truth. I'm pulling back the curtain a little bit here. You want your opponent to be comfortable and right. safe. Our job is safety first. That's you want everyone to be safe. And same thing, like, hey man, I'm coming back from knee surgery. Like, be Absolutely. careful my right knee. Absolutely, kind of always, always. You know, and then most guys will say, "I'm coming back from knee surgery. Get on my knee," because the, it's it's so part of a story where it. people know. Yeah, and you trust when you're a pro, you trust the other pro that. They're going to take care of you, even though it's physical. It's hard to explain that part. I'm not going to go that deep in the woods. But the thing is, the, um, uh, if you're not comfortable taking a move, you just tell your opponent, and 99.99% of the times, um, that's fine. If that guy's not fine with it, that guy gets a black mark on him. 
course, the rest of the lock when we hear about in two seconds, that's a problem. Gotcha. Because it's like, well, this guy's a douche. Right. This, this other dude is not comfortable taking said move. And this guy's this guy was forcing him to do it. That you can't do that. Don't you feel like Pete would be like that? He would be like, "Listen, dude, be, I'm, I'm going to do what I'm going to do." Right, gonna this is my it. move. I do a, I do a running power slam. I'm right. sorry if you don't want to take it. This yeah. is my I I this is what I do. I'm sorry. Well, no, Pete, I'm afraid of that move. No, no, doesn't I'm, matter. I'm, we yeah, got to run don't a power be a mark. Slam. This is my thing, right? right? Don't be a mark. This is my this thing. This ain't an Elks Lodge. It's about me. It's, it's not about you. Yeah. It's not about you. It's about me. I'm Pete the Body. Uh, by the way, that name was hacked too. Pete the body. He, he he stole that from Jesse the body. I just realized that, by the way. Stole a lot from Jesse the body. I was named that. Okay. By whom? I don't know, actually. Okay, then. Uh, angry baseball players uh, and uh, look at all of them today. Yeah, it's just, it really is. Uh, all right, we'll be back on the other side here. Uh, Taz and Andrew Bogus, he's sitting next to me. We'll be right back. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.